Welcome to Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan DeFaber. Today, we're talking about uh, summer, um, I guess you call it bucket list, or, or just summer trips or things that I would want to do during the summertime. Since we are in the middle of the summer, I was watching Wimbledon uh, the last couple of days, and I was watching... Um, the MLB All-Star Game and, and uh, Home Run Derby, and I, I got to thinking, you know, what would be some fun stuff to do during the summer that maybe we don't do normally or, um, you know, with your spouse, with your friends, or even with um, and with your kids and family, obviously. So uh, that's what we're going to go over today. So some of them might be more bucket list type things. Others might be more around, you know, you could probably do them, especially where I live on the East Coast. If I'm talking about, you know, baseball, one of them is going to be a major league baseball road trip, maybe a week or 10 day or two week road trip. Now, if you know anything about me, I absolutely hate driving. It drives me absolutely insane. More than a couple hours, I don't really want to do it. But if there's, you know, I'm willing to make that sacrifice, maybe not put all the mileage on my car, but maybe rent a car and, and do it. But, um, you know, on the, on the East Coast, um, you can get to quite a few places uh, in a lot of games rather easily west coast it's a lot difficult a lot more difficult than than the east coast you know you you have the northeast alone you could for me being in charlotte i could fly up to boston right and i could do and you could rent a car and basically come back down the east coast and you can hit up you can hit up a red Sox game a mets game a yankee game Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, the Nationals. I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven games right there, seven different stadiums that you could do that the kids would have fun with. And you could you could arguably even go out to Cleveland if you're out near Pittsburgh to Cleveland's not that far of a ride. And then maybe hit Cincinnati, so there's nine so, you, you know, you could map it all out and, and do that. You could do a Midwest one where you could, you know, Midwest and even Canada, start in Toronto to Detroit, Cubs, Milwaukee, Twins, White Sox, Cardinals, Royals, Reds, uh, Cleveland, fly home. You know, I think... For me, what I would do is probably find a destination to fly to and a destination to fly home from. Um, but maybe that. You could also do a California one. Uh, you know, Lindsay and I thought about that a couple years ago for our spring break trip would be to fly out to San Francisco, catch an Oakland Athletics game before they moved to Las Vegas. Uh, any Oakland fans, I'm sorry. That hurts. I understand. Um Try and get your owner out. I don't know what to tell you. Try and also get the city to actually get you a stadium and help out. I don't know what else to tell you. But if you're going to California, flying to San Francisco, make sure, you know, Oakland and San Francisco are playing home games that week. You can knock those two out. Then go down the coast 
and you could get then the Dodgers and the Angels in Los Angeles and then finish your trip in San Diego, fly home. So right there, you can get five games in. Or, now again, this is summer, so, you know, I, I do mention, you know, Major League Baseball road trip type thing. If summer's not, you know, feasible for you and maybe it's um, spring break, I went to a spring break, I went to a spring training game uh, in Arizona, and I will tell you, between Florida and Arizona, also having a friend who's played in both the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League, uh, the Grapefruit League is the spring training for the teams that uh, go to spring training in Florida versus the teams that go to spring training in Arizona. Every team in the Arizona area is all within Phoenix. So the farthest road trip for them is like an hour, right? Whereas in Florida, you could be on a bus or whatever for these players, a couple hours, four or five hours to play teams on the east coast of Florida all the way up on the west coast into the Gulf side of Florida. So if it's a spring break trip and you have spring break during spring training, Go to Arizona. I caught a game there. A lot of the teams share stadiums. You could get quite a few games in and stay in the Phoenix area for a week to 10 days and and have an awesome time. So a summer trip for me, and I, I know I kind of just came out right of the gate out of this, but you know the, 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 the topic of this really started from me watching Wimbledon, and I remember watching Wimbledon as a kid um, in the summertime, and it's still, you know, for me as a not a avid tennis fan, but somebody that watches tennis and can follow along and watch a match, I always enjoyed, of all their big majors, you know, you had the Australian Open, which I never really got into because obviously it's in Australia. That's a long time difference is ridiculous for, for us here in the U.S. So really getting into it, you got to be a huge tennis fan. So Australia Open, not so much. The French Open, no, not really. Wimbledon and the U.S. Open are my are the two that uh, I would definitely put on a summer trip or even a uh, maybe even a bucket list type thing. So that's what kind of got me started. And then I'm you know ta- thinking about a major league trip. I was just in Pittsburgh a few weeks ago for uh, work, and I was able to hit up a, a a Pirates game. Awesome stadium, cool little surrounding, a lot of good bars around there. So you know that was like I was trying to trying to think. I was like you know hey that and it's an easy flight from Charlotte to Pittsburgh. It's a 58 minute flight, so you can certainly make a a trip up there and and any anywhere really on the East Coast from Charlotte Airport for us is very easy because all these airports. Charlotte is an American Airlines hub. They have direct flights everywhere. Um, Or, you know, going back to the baseball stuff, you could even start, if you wanted, you could start all the way up in the Northeast and make your way around the Northeast, maybe then fly down to Miami, get a Marlins game, drive up to Tampa, catch a Rays game, and then fly home. This is Charlotte. This could be anywhere, though. You know, I'm looking at the map. The majority of the teams are in the northeast and central part of the country. The west, it's spread out. It'd be a lot harder. You're flying places, um, and you're taking a while. But 
I thought it would be something to talk about. Pretty cool, I think, if uh, you have kids that are into baseball or if you yourself are into baseball. A Major League Baseball road trip would be pretty cool. And then also watching the All-Star game. If, it's, they, if that's not possible and there's an All-Star game maybe near you or in a stadium or city that you want to visit during the summertime, it's right after 4th of July. So you get to celebrate that holiday. And if you didn't hear my podcast last week about how awesome 4th of July is, go check that out. But you can go and do that, right? So this year it's in Seattle. My brother lives out in Seattle. You know, I hope maybe they, I, I, I don't know what this city's like um, around that time with the All-Star break and everything, but I'm sure it was buzzing, right? If you go into downtown or near the stadium, I'm sure there was a lot of things going on. So if you want to go and hit up a city, um, and go check out the All-Star Game and, and go check out the festivities for a couple of days. You have the Celebrity Game on Sunday. It's usually how they do it. And then Monday you have the Home Run Derby, which is awesome. So much fun. We were watching it with the kids, and, and they were enjoying it. The 10- and 7-year-old this week um, were loving it. And then, uh, you know, maybe find find that out. And then, oh, sorry, find, and then you have Tuesday is the All-Star Game. So you can make it really a long weekend. You can fly in somewhere on either Friday or Saturday, wherever the city is that's hosting the All-Star Game, Friday or Saturday, explore Saturday and Sunday, and some some cases maybe even catch a game before the All-Star Game um, if they're playing in town that, that week, the team that's hosting. And then you have the Celebrity Game Sunday, you have the uh, game on Monday, the home run derby on Monday, and the game on Tuesday. Fly home Wednesday. You have night, a little little short trip, long trip, but it could be a summer trip for you. Um, so that's that's one thing. Going back to tennis, Wimbledon. Now that's obviously you know a little more dedication. You got to get tickets to go to another country. Make sure your passports are up to date. You're going to London. If I was to do Wimbledon. Obviously, I would wrap that into a, a London trip or even an England trip and just make that, um, you know, a week, 10 days, 14 days, whatever it might be, probably a week to 10 days. I would say Wimbledon, obviously, is a bucket list for me, but for my kids and also for myself, a soccer game or football, for those of you listening in, in Europe and elsewhere in the world, a football football game. We're Manchester United fans. I know, hate me, whatever, love me. I don't care. Manchester United through and through. I would love to go to a Manchester United game at Old Trafford. Go do that. So Wimbledon obviously wouldn't work. The time frames don't match up. So, you know, maybe we have to do two England trips. Ah, horrible idea. I know it sounds terrible. Kidding. Um, but the bucket list there would be Wimbledon. You know, go and see that. You have the royalty there, the the history, the fact that they're playing on grass, the old England club, all these things that go into it. The fact that Wimbledon is a neighborhood. So, you know, you're just walking through this neighborhood and all of a sudden this massive tennis complex that hosts the arguably the greatest tournament in tennis Uh I definitely would want to do that and go and experience it and and enjoy that part of London as well as other areas of London and then maybe come back at another time and, and do a Manchester United game and 
um, and and explore different parts of of the UK. You know, you you have the northern uh, where's what is it, like northwest part of England where Manchester United is, Liverpool, that type of area, and experience that. And obviously, take a train. You know, can go London to Manchester in just a few hours. That that is one thing I will say about the about Europe and. Uh, versus the U.S., I mentioned the baseball stuff at uh, baseball games. Obviously, it's driving, it's flying. In Europe, you can get get to places quite quickly by train, which is fantastic. Great for them. Um, so, if you have England or anything in Europe on your bucket list for a summer trip, obviously you have that option. But for me, Wimbledon, maybe the U.S. Open. Later in the summer, you know, the kids are back in school, but you can still do that on a weekend for us. Flight to New York, less than two-hour flight. Uh, go and do that. The kids, I think, would would enjoy that. Baseball's still going on, so you could still get a Mets game in. You can still get a Yankees game in. So, again, just summer trips. That's kind of what I was thinking, just different types of things that involve sports, right? If you're not into sports, I, I can't believe you've been listening for the last 13 plus minutes to this because you're probably sitting there going, I, I don't I don't get what this guy's talking about. Uh, the places sound cool. Maybe the road trip stuff sounds cool to you, but the games and the tennis and, you know, because that's really what's going on in the summer if you think about sports. It's baseball and it's tennis. And for us here in the U.S., it's, there's MLS soccer going on. So you can make an MLS soccer trip somewhere. Um, but... Let's see, real quick, I'll pull it up, MLB 2024 All-Star Game. Let's see where that's going to be. Um, the 2024 All-Star Game is going to be in Arlington, Texas, so Dallas. So for you, for anyone listening, if you want to go visit Dallas-Fort Worth area for for any reason in the summertime, next year... Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas is hosting. The Rangers are the host. So, you know, book it now. Mark it down on your calendar that next July you want to go to Dallas, Texas or the Dallas Metroplex, Fort Worth area, and go and explore that. I go there for business. It's a large place. Lots to do. You have two cities basically right next to each other, and you can enjoy what Dallas and that greater area has to offer. Um, other things I was thinking, outside of baseball, you have golf, right? A bucket list golf trip with either your friends or family. And it happens every single year, and it happens this week every single year. And the reason I know that is because my oldest, my youngest son was born this week, and in the hospital when he was born, we were watching it, the Open Championship. So, going back to Wimbledon, you can wrap Wimbledon in with the Open Championship for golf because it's held in the UK every single year at the same week, the same week that is Wimbledon is being held. You can do Wimbledon and you can do the Open Championship. So you could get couples together. This could be a couples trip. This could be a family trip. This could be a friends trip. You know, if you have friends that are into tennis too. For instance, I saw the other day. Now, granted, they're golfers. They're already there in the UK because they are playing in the Open Championship, but they're also friends. 
It was Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, and Ricky Fowler enjoying Wimbledon, getting dressed up, you know, mixing with the crowd, and getting to enjoy that sport. And then they're going to go to uh, Royal Liverpool, I think is the host this year, Royal Liverpool, and play in the Open Championship starting this week. So there you go. I just, I, I that totally kind of blanked on me for a second until I just realized. Wimbledon and the Open Championship are held at the same time in England every single year. There's a trip right there for you. A nice summer trip. Wimbledon, the Open Championship. You have an MLB road trip. You have an MLB maybe all-star long weekend. You have the U.S. Open for tennis mixed in with maybe a Mets and a Yankee game because that's what's going on at that point in time. And, and actually... Correct me if I am wrong, which I don't think I am. I'm going to pull this up right now. So give me a second while I look through. And even I want to say that the NFL also is the same. Uh, uh, it's preseason. Okay, you got preseason going on during uh, the U.S. Open in the New York area. So I was going to say, maybe you could even get a Giants or a Jets game in. But um, I believe it is just preseason. The, the week one is not until September 7th, and I believe for tennis, uh, the U.S. Open is not until, I think it's over by then. Let me I'm, I'm going to pull it up, making sure. U.S. Open, oh, no, hey, okay. August 20th to September 11th. The U.S. Open, you could do the U.S. Open, you could do a Yankee or Met game, and you could do a Giant or Jet game if they all kind of work out. There you go. There's another trip for you. If you if you have the opportunity to do that, there's your trip to New York during the late summer. I've been to New York during the U.S. Open. It is really cool. I was there for work. And I remember working out in the hotel that I was in. I was in Midtown, um, Midtown East. And I'm in the hotel and I'm in the gym. And the gym is, you know, a couple floors up. But it's, you know, 360 of the windows. And I'm looking down. You're seeing all the cars and the players getting out and going into their hotels. And and they're staying. And I feel, and I want to say maybe one or two players were staying in the hotel I was and sitting at the bar and seeing the people that were going to the U.S. Open that had come in from out of town. It's just a buzz, right? It, it's something cool. Um, so for me, those are some of the trips that you know I'm look. I would be looking at for you know maybe something to do in the near future, something to do next summer, and something to do in the next couple of years, right? Obviously, the Wimbledon and the Open Championship from a from a um, fiscal point of view would be probably the most um considering obviously for us in the u.s flying out there to to england costs a little more than it does for us to fly up to new york or anywhere else in the u.s for that matter to go and see those things but that got me thinking this week was watching wimbledon and going you know what would be some fun sport related trips that you could do during the summer because really here in the u.s like i mentioned it's baseball it's mls Th those are your main sports you have the wnba i'm not a wnba fan but it is there you have 
the NBA Summer League in Vegas. You could make a Vegas trip if you're big in the NBA and you want to explore Vegas as well as some NBA games and watch the rookies and some guys trying to make the, the rosters play in the Summer League. You could do that. But for me, baseball, tennis, golf, those would be fun trips to do as couples with with your kids with just your significant other, whatever it might be. Now, further bucket list trips, and, and I'll get into these on another episode, maybe maybe next week or the following week. I am about to turn 39 in a couple weeks, so I am going to talk about that, you know, where I am physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever, who I am at 39, you know, and, and what do I want to accomplish in the coming year? So that's that's going to be an upcoming episode. But, you know, some things to think about for me, bucket list trips, bucket list places, not actual experiences. I kind of just went through some of that right there where, you know, I was talking about Manchester United games, the Open Championship, Wimbledon, U.S. Open, those types of things. But more so trips, places, Europe in general, is on my bucket list. A handful of countries I certainly want to hit up. Those might have to be multiple trips to get that done, but I certainly want to do that. In the U.S., my wife grew up in Florida and has never been to the Keys. I've never been to the Keys, so I certainly want to look at that and see what that that is all about. Southern California, want to definitely get to San Diego that part of the country, San Diego, um, up to LA, Palm Springs, all that Southern California has to offer. Australia and New Zealand, I think would be an incredible trip to kind of experience that in those two areas. And then the last place would be the UAE, the Middle East. I would definitely want to see, you know, Dubai and, and, and that whole area and what it is and what the culture's like and what it's like to to live there and and experience that. So those will be some trips that I, uh, I'll talk about in an upcoming episode. But just for you guys to nibble on, what would be some of your trips that you would want to do during the summer? You know, we do normally a beach trip for a week and then, you know, a weekend here or there somewhere else, right? So my wife did a, a, a girl's trip. I'm We're going to do a trip together, Lindsay and I, um, later in the summer. And then my brother's coming into town, and we're going to do some stuff with them uh, and their family as well. So, you know, what are some trips that you would want to do during the summer? Or even spring break. Like I mentioned, spring break could be something that you can get in uh, spring training games, you know, if it, if it works out for your schedule and those th- types of things. So... Uh, as always, I appreciate you listening. As always, I appreciate if you share this with others. If you um, share it on any social media, like it, review it on Apple, uh, maybe Spotify can review it. You can review it there as well. I'm not sure. But as always, I appreciate you listening to me. This is Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan DeFaber. Have a great day.